5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. We are back, and it's good to be able to be back. And we're going to jump right into some scripture today. Um, it's kind of a continuation, almost sounds like a, another Holy Week reading. It's about getting close to. So John 16, chapter or 16, verse 25, we're going to start with. I have spoken these matters and figures of speech, but soon I will stop speaking figuratively and tell you plainly about the Father. Then you will ask in my name. I'm not saying I will ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you dearly because you love me and believe that I came from God. Yes, I came from the Father into the world, and now I will leave the world and return to the Father. Then the disciples said, At last you're speaking plainly and not figuratively. Now we understand that you know everything, and there's no need to question you. From this, we believe that you came from God. Jesus asked, Do you finally believe? But the time is coming, indeed it's here now, when you will be scattered, each one going his own way, leaving me alone. Yet I'm not alone because the Father is with me. I have told you all of this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. Now, that last uh, verse is uh, actually one of my wife's favorite verses of the scriptures, and even particular the Gospels. But here's the thing with Jesus. He's getting into this conversation with his disciples where he's no longer, as he says, using um, you know matters and, and figures of speech, right? I mean, ultimately, Jesus is saying, I'm not going to just teach you parables anymore that are going to be kind of that earthly story, heavenly meaning. He's saying, I'm not going to teach you this way anymore because I want to be plain with you. I want you to not have to guess what I'm saying. I want you to know exactly what it is that I'm trying to tell you. And then he tells them, I don't know how you can get clearer on this, but he says, you know, you can ask him my name. I'm not saying I will ask the Father on your behalf. It says the Father himself loves you dearly because you love me and believe that I've come from God. Yes, I came from the Father into the world. Now I will leave the world and return to the Father. So Jesus is saying like, hey, like this isn't this is not hiding anymore. This is not telling you about the kingdom of God in a tale that you can understand. This is saying you can go to God the Father directly, right? God the Father is going to be open for us in order to go to directly. That's why we say when we start our prayers, Heavenly Father, right? Um, We start our prayers and we say, that's where I know our Father is in heaven, right? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, right? So we're going and we're speaking the Father to the Father directly because of Jesus, right? And now Jesus is saying, I'm going back to the Father, right? Him and the Father are one, right? Along with the Holy Spirit, it's the Trinity, right? Now Jesus is saying, I'm going back there. That's There's no way to be able to misinterpret that. What we know is that Jesus is going to once again ascend. Now, not yet, right? And then it's like the disciples, I think that they 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 think that they know the script on what they're supposed to say here. They're like, oh yeah, 
Thanks for not telling us in parables anymore or trying to be able to put it behind a figure of speech, right? Thanks for saying it plainly. We now understand everything. And I love Jesus in uh, in this verse 31, right? Um, I laugh because it's like, Jesus is like, but do you? <laughs> like, let's get real about this. And this is kind of what Jesus is saying. Like, do you really understand what I'm saying? Like, like I'm saying it plainly. You should understand it. But like, do you find, do you really understand this now? Do you finally believe? Because here's what's going to happen, disciples. There's a time coming that you're all going to scatter. You're going to leave me alone. And yet I'm not alone because the Father's with me. Right, and he's basically saying there's going to be some stuff coming up. Right, there's going to be some things that are going to happen, and this is your going to be your reaction. You're going to scatter. You're going to run. You're going to hide. I'm going to go through these difficulties with the Father by my side. And now Jesus, he still doesn't say, and because you're going to scatter, God's going to scatter from you. No, he says. Um, you know, on the here on earth, you are going to have these trials, meaning the disciples are also going to face them eventually, right? Just maybe not yet. Jesus is going to go first in this, but the disciples aren't going to be absent of this. He said, you're going to face the trial. You're going to face the sorrows. You're going to face the difficulties. But he says, take heart because I have overcome it. And this is what we look towards like, Jesus can't be any clearer, right? He can't, you know, like, he's trying to tell them exactly, plainly what it is that is going to happen, and yet sometimes we still, right, don't listen. Or we do this thing as the disciples did in 29 and 30, right? Now we understand. Oh, we get it. We're cool. Like, we hear you, we hear you Jesus. And then Jesus is like, but do you? Do you really? And this is why I wonder. I wonder how many times you might be uh, in a group or even by yourself reading the Word, and you're like, oh yeah, I understand that, and you're like, but I have no idea what that is. Oh, of course I understand what Jesus is telling the disciples here and ultimately telling me, and yet we somehow still miss the point. Jesus is trying to be able to break through that... uh, that facade of like, yep, I get it, Jesus. We're good. I understand everything that you're saying to me. You know, it's, it reminds me of the people of the Old Testament that that oftentimes when the leaders would come and say, hey, this is what God wants, and they're like, yes, and we're with you on this. And then like in the next moment, they're like, you know, creating a, uh, you know, an image of another God and, you know, and, and abandoning what God had just said. Now, I know it's not immediate like that, but sometimes even in our own lives, we start to say, I hear you, Jesus, and then we go and do the opposite. Jesus is trying to get our attention. He's trying to speak plainly, and I am doing the same, right? I'm trying to be able to speak to you plainly today. We need to listen to what Jesus is trying to be able to tell us, that what Jesus is saying, like, I'm going to go back, I came from the Father, I'm going to leave this, and now I'm going to return to the Father, right? He's going to die, he's going to rise again, and he's going to ascend into heaven and sit on the seat of power and authority.
And this is where we see it then, right? And this is where Jesus is now telling us, but guess what? You are also going to now go through trials, sorrows, and difficulty. What are you going to learn from them and about them? We are going to learn that we are also not alone. We are going to learn that because Jesus overcame the world, is that these trials and sorrows and tragedies will not beat us. They will not defeat us. We already have a victory. Are you in that hope? Are you living by that faith, knowing that the trials and the sorrows will not overcome? All right, consider that today. We're going to leave you there. We'll be back next week for uh, some more five minutes with Phil. Until then, take care.